Since its launch, the NHS Test and Trace scheme has been repeatedly described in misleading ways. Despite our efforts to point this out, a number of politicians and public figures have continued to make incorrect claims about the system, including former Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn in Parliament on Tuesday. If £37 billion can be found to pay Serco for a failed track and trace system, surely the money must be available to pay NHS staff properly. But Serco only has a limited role in the test and trace system. As the name suggests, test and trace is split into testing and tracing. The most recent figures from the National Audit Office indicated that only 15% of the funding was spent on tracing, the element of the programme Serco is involved in. By the end of October 2020, the latest data point, Serco had been given contracts valued at £277 million. This is not to say whether Serco's contract represents good or bad value, just that it is misleading to equate the entirety of the test and trace budget with Serco. Also worth stressing before we move on that £37 billion is the budget for test and trace over two years, it's not the amount that has been spent so far. £4 billion had been spent by the end of October. As schools reopen this week, there's been some confusion about what parents should do if their children test positive for COVID. As stated in government guidance, all pupils returning to school should be given two COVID-19 tests each week. All testing will be done by lateral flow test. But Vicky Ford, the children's minister, sparked confusion when she told BBC Radio 4's Today programme that any child with a positive lateral flow result should self-isolate with their families, even if a non-rapid PCR test later comes back negative. This was inaccurate. If a subsequent PCR test is negative, they can then return to school. The only exception is if the original lateral flow test was done under supervision in school rather than at home. Miss Ford's claim was reported by a number of newspapers before the government clarified that this was not accurate. And finally, the Daily Express wrongly implied that the AstraZeneca vaccine leads to more adverse side effects than the Pfizer vaccine this week. The article also mixes up two different sources of information about side effects. In its claim about AstraZeneca, the Express may be referring to yellow card reports, which allow members of the public to report health problems following vaccination. As such, yellow card reports do not give a balanced picture of the side effects being experienced in the real world because they represent suspected side effects rather than proven ones. If this is the case, then the Express is using unreliable data. As the summary of the report itself says, yellow card data cannot be used to derive side effect rates or compare the safety profile of COVID-19 vaccinations as many factors can influence reporting. But if the Express is referring to the clinical trial data, then it's described its findings in a very misleading way. The AstraZeneca vaccine has more adverse side effects than the Pfizer jab, only in the sense that the list of very common side effects for AstraZeneca is longer in length. This doesn't mean the side effects are more common. That's all from us this week. I'll be back with more of our independent, impartial fact checks at the same time next Friday morning.